going on, squad? Welcome to the Champions Collective Podcast. I am your host, Eric Chang, and I am a full-time online fitness coach. My mission with this podcast is to help impact and inspire as many people as I can and to help you show up as a powerful, confident leader in your life. Join me on weekly episodes to find out how you can break through your self-limiting beliefs and get in the best shape of your life. Without further ado, let's get right into today's episode. What is going on, family? Welcome to another episode of the Champions Collective Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to dive into some strategies for more food freedom and ultimately to have better success when it comes to your fitness journey, okay? So before we dive into some of the strategies that I've adopted over the last 10 plus years of my fitness journey, we're going to start by defining what food freedom actually even is and why a lot of individuals constantly get stuck when it comes to their fitness goals, okay? So food freedom essentially means ditching diet culture, okay? And being able to have the freedom to eat and choose the foods that you want to eat rather than feeling like you must be following a strict diet or a meal plan every day for the rest of your life in order to see results, okay? And here's what's wrong with the fitness industry these days and how social media has played a huge role with influencing a lot of people when it comes to what health and fitness really should look like, okay? So before I move on, okay, before I move on, I'm gonna ask you guys here in live that's tuning in, have you ever followed a diet for a short period of time saw amazing results with it, but found it hard to keep up with your diet for anything longer than a few weeks or a couple of months. Save me in the comments if that's you right now, or if that was you in the past, right? Have you ever felt like the only way for you to see results with your body composition and to maintain your weight loss was to follow a diet? Okay, save me in the comments if you felt that way before. Or have you ever felt like you do so well, like during the week when it comes to your diet, Monday to Friday, that you just want to enjoy like a meal or two out over the weekend, but you just don't know how without feeling like you've ruined your hard work for the week. Say me in the comments if that's you. A lot of you guys saying me, me, me. Yes, in the past, me, I literally thought I had to starve myself in order to lose fats. Okay, so guys, the fitness industry has glamorized being lean and having a six pack, you know, having a tiny waist to be far important than actually sustaining a healthier lifestyle. And what I mean by that is your body composition isn't the only telltale sign of whether or not you're healthy or unhealthy. And while sure, like decreasing your body fat and getting leaner is a sign that you're doing something right when it comes to your training and your nutrition, okay? But at what cost? At what cost, okay? Are you restricting yourself so much in your lifestyle just to maintain your new weight? Are you restricting yourself so much in your lifestyle to the point where you can't even go out to eat over the weekend if you wanted to or have the freedom to eat the foods that you want without feeling guilty about falling off track with your diet? Are you restricting yourself so much in your lifestyle to the point where you feel miserable every day eating the same boring meal prep just so that you can say that you're proud of your physique even though deep down you hate this lifestyle and you constantly feel like shit? right? You can have the six pack, you can be the leanest, you can appear to be healthy and fit on a surface level. But behind the surface level of these physical attributes, what's going on internally? What's going on mentally? What's going on behind the scene, right? Guys, like some of these fitness influencers these days are constantly preaching and talking about, you know, you got to stay disciplined, you can't cheat on your diet, you got to eat chicken breasts, broccoli and rice two or three times a day every day to build muscle. You got to avoid white rice and eat brown rice because white rice makes you fat. 
you have to count macros every day. You have to be in a deficit. You, you shouldn't be eating after 6 p.m. because you're going to get fat. And these influencers are influencing like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people to fall into this trap of restrictive eating and thinking that in order for them to be healthy and to be fit, you have to eat certain foods and you have to be following a strict diet and a strict lifestyle. Otherwise, you're not going to see results. Okay, that's not needed, number one. And number two, right, these influencers that a lot of people tend to follow on you know, social media, they tend to follow very unhealthy lifestyles and they tend to follow very restrictive lifestyles just to maintain a certain look, right? For the gram, for TikTok, for their following, to promote products, to promote supplements, to make money, right? These influencers make money based off of how they look. So yes, they're going to do the extreme measures. They're going to have to you know, do a ton of cardio, restrict their lifestyles a little bit more than the average person who isn't doing this for the money, who is in this to be healthy, to feel good, to look good. And in order to feel good, look good, be healthy, restriction is not the answer, right? Okay. And say the answer to your health and fitness struggles isn't following the next best diet plan or training plan that's guaranteed to help you drop 20 pounds. Okay. It's figuring out how to make fitness actually a part of your lifestyle. And I say this over and over and over again, because, you know, we tend to fall into this trap of like, oh, I'm not lean enough. Oh, I need to drop more weight. I'm not happy enough. I don't feel proud enough about you know, what I see in the mirror. I feel like I can lose a little bit more fat. I feel kind of pudgy here. I want more definition. Let me try this new diet plan. Let me try this new training plan. Why am I not seeing results? I'm just a failure. It's not working for me. Right. And when you come to figure out how to make fitness a part of your lifestyle and you come to figure out how to improve your quality of life and not decrease it, that is when you find sustainability, right? It's figuring out how to choose, figuring out how to eat foods that are going to make you feel good every day, right? And knowing how to be able to enjoy food without feeling guilty or having to stress about your calories and macros for the rest of your life. Guys, I don't track my calories or macros for more than 80% of the year. Do I know roughly how much calories I'm eating? Yes. Do I know how much protein I'm intaking on a daily basis? Yes, right? But I'm not so caught up on the fact that, oh, I went over my carbs by 15 grams today, I'm going to get fat. Oh, I'm, I had more fat today than I did carbs, I'm going to get fat because fat makes you fat, right? As long as I'm feeling good eating the foods that I'm eating, as long as I don't feel restricted with my food choices, as long as I'm performing great in the gym, I'm feeling a lot of energy, who cares, right? Who the fuck cares? Right. And that's why we don't often push meal plans on you guys. Right. We never push meal plans on you guys. And, you know, if you're relatively new to the program and, you know, you get your first four week meal plan, you know that after the first four weeks, if, you know, let's say you ask for a meal plan, we actually encourage you, like, okay, I want you to follow the meal plan, but I want you to make substitutions where you feel fit. Right. I want you to try and track your food into my fitness pal and also want you to keep in mind how much calorie you're eating by following this meal plan. Okay, being aware of how much you know protein you're eating per day. And then as long as you're meeting those caloric requirements, you're feeling good, you're not you know feeling too hungry, you're feeling full and satiated in the day, you, you can change, you can eat whatever you want. Obviously making the best choices, right? That's why we don't push meal plans on you guys, because we don't want you to look at your nutrition as black and white, where foods on your meal plan are healthy and foods that aren't on your meal plan is unhealthy, right? Because you can lose weight eating pizza and burgers every day. It just wouldn't be ideal or smart to obviously. Right. And you can lose weight eating out every day too. Guys, I did that last summer. Right. If you guys followed my journey last summer, I lost my first 10 pounds eating out once a day because I was just honestly too lazy to cook. Right. I was still able to lose weight. I was still able to see progress in the mirror. I was still able to feel good. Right. Eating out once a day. Lost my first 10 pounds. 
right? But obviously it's not going to be ideal or smart to do that for a prolonged period of time if you are trying to be, you know, consistent with the fat loss progress. And we aren't supposed to be losing fat every single day, every single week, month, year. That shouldn't be our main focus in our fitness journey, right? Fat loss is a very, 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 very small part of our fitness journeys as a whole, right? So we need to start placing more emphasis on creating a healthier relationship with food instead of placing a lot of emphasis on diets, meal plans, calorie deficits, right? Because I want to ask you guys, okay, who here wants to be able to eat out every weekend if they wanted to without worrying about it, ruining their progress when it comes to your fitness journeys? Okay, say I do in the comments if that's you. Who here wants to be able to get in great shape? Who wants to feel healthy and maintain their body composition without having to track or count calories for the rest of their life? Say I do in the comments if that's you. Who here wants to be able to go on vacation, not worry about tracking or how many calories that they've eaten for the day just to maintain their weight loss? Say I do in the comments, right? This is exactly why our long-term clients see the most sustainable success when it comes to their fitness journeys, right? Because a 12 to 16 week fitness program, sure, it can help someone get in amazing shape. I've seen a lot of clients get in amazing shape in 12 to 16 weeks. But why do most people, you know, why aren't most people sustaining those results after the facts, right? It's because most people aren't thinking about what's next, right? What do you do after you get in amazing shape? Do you continue following the same diet, even though you're tired of eating the same food all the damn time, right? Eventually, it's going to come to a point where like, you know, screw this. I don't want to eat this boring meal prep anymore, you know? I just want to have a fucking slice of pizza. I want to have some burgers, some fries, some tacos. Shout out to Coach Ryan, right? And, you know, with that, you know, short-term diets aren't a long-term solution, right? So sure, you can, again, see results following a short-term diet plan, you know, for eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, whatever, okay? But that diet is not going to be the diet for the rest of your life. The diet that helps you get results isn't going to be a diet that helps you sustain results, okay? And I want to talk about, okay, some strategies to help you achieve more food freedom. Okay, so before I do that, before I move on, who's getting value so far? Okay, all of you guys in the chat right now, you guys are blowing up the chat. Who's getting value so far? If you're getting value, drop some fire in the chat for me so I know. Or if you're listening to this on the podcast, share this episode up on your stories and tag. Okay, let's spread the good word. Okay, fuck diet culture, fuck meal plans, fuck diet plans, right? Let's start spreading the good word. Okay, so strategies for food freedom, strategies for food freedom. There's a few things I want to kind of cover, five main things that I feel like we kind of place a lot of emphasis on when we work with you guys, when it comes to like, you know, helping you guys improve your relationship with food and ultimately helping you create more food freedom, right? Number one is work on unlearning the idea that foods are either good or bad for you. Okay. So instead focus on the purpose that the food serves you in that given moment. Okay. An example of this would be like, let's say, you know, eating a healthy high protein breakfast, right? Because you know, it keeps you full. It keeps you satiated for longer. It gives you a nice boost of energy first thing in the morning time. Right. Who here eats a you know high protein? Like who here actually takes the time to like have breakfast in the morning? I'm actually curious, right? Who here actually takes the time to eat breakfast in the morning? And it's you no know, high protein, it's like you no know, uh, whole foods, you know, some fruits, some maybe a vegetable smoothie, whatever, right? Who here takes the time to eat a you know nutritious high protein breakfast? Like how do you feel afterwards? Do you feel fuller? Like do you feel satisfied? Do you feel like it keeps you, you know, nice and full until your next meal, like until lunchtime? Are you, you know, finding yourself like not thinking about food until your next meal, right? Versus like some people look at it as like, oh my God, I have to eat like fucking this breakfast again. I hate it. Like, I just want to eat some donuts. I want to eat some croissants, you know? And there's nothing wrong with having donuts or croissants with your breakfast, but it's the association of like, oh, just because I'm eating guys like a donut, right? That is bad when it's not, right? 
So work on unlearning the idea that foods are either good or bad for you. Right? Another you know, example would be like maybe choosing to have complex carbs with your meals because it gives you plenty of energy throughout the day instead of avoiding carbs altogether because you heard or read on the internet that carbs make you gain weight, right? And, you know, saying like, I'm going to eat this not because I need to, because I want to, it makes me feel good, right? Guys, like whenever I eat out for breakfast, like let's say like it's like a McDonald's breakfast or if I'm going through like a drive through just getting something quick, I always feel like shit afterwards. Why? Because it's super fat. It makes me feel lethargic. It makes me feel bloated. It makes me feel like my more hungry, honestly, right? I don't know if you guys saw my 10K challenge, the 10K calorie challenge, but after like that meal that I had that huge corkly dense meal, it was fucking, it tasted amazing. Don't get me wrong, but I was like honestly hungry within the next hour, right? So I choose to eat the foods that I do because it makes me feel good, right? It makes me feel good, right? So number two, similar to number one is to remove the morality from foods, okay? Remove the morality from foods. Meaning just because you decided to have a donut today doesn't mean you're a piece of shit. Okay, just because you decided to have a donut today doesn't mean you're a bad person. Okay, just like how if you only eat clean doesn't make you any better than the person who wants to have desserts at night. I love desserts. I have dessert every night. I still do. Okay, I'm still losing weight. So come at me. Your food choices should not make you inferior or superior to others. Right. So remove the morality from food. Number three is to allow yourself permission to enjoy pleasurable foods regularly. And, you know, that's why I like to have desserts and snacks because I'm a big snacker. You know, I'm a big snacker. I love my snacks. You can have your favorite snacks. You can have your favorite desserts in moderation um, if you wanted to every single week. You know, if you really wanted to, you'll still you'll still see success with your fitness goals. I guarantee it, right? The more you say no, the more you restrict yourself from not having it, the bigger those cravings get and the more likely you're going to binge and stuff your face full of, you know, shit, to say the least. <laughs> okay. Number four is to pay attention to your internal cues and emotions, right? Are you eating because you're hungry and your body needs the food or are you eating because you're stressed or bored, right? So rather than paying attention to only the external cues, such as like eating because it's a part of your daily routine, it's a specific time of the day, or maybe every night you have to have this midnight snack, right? Rather than paying attention to those external cues or because you feel like you need to you know, finish all the food on your plate because that's how you were taught, you know, growing up. You have to finish all the food that's on your plate. Otherwise, it's disrespectful. I know my agents out there can relate to that, okay? You don't have to, right? And a great example that I like to use here is just because you're at an all-you-can-eat buffet doesn't mean you need to eat everything, okay? And end up feeling sick afterwards just because you're trying to get your money. That was me. I was that motherfucker. Every time I went to all-you-can-eat, I would stuff my face full of food, right? Because... I just had access to it, right? So why not, right? But I would always feel sick afterwards. I was always just filled with regret afterwards. I would feel super full, super bloated, super lethargic. I'm just like, why did I do that? Never again, right? So pay attention to your internal cues and your emotions. Stop when you're full and when you're satisfied. Try drinking some water rather than reaching for the bag of chips because oftentimes we mistaken, you know, thirst for hunger. Okay. And last but certainly not least, number five is to take your time to enjoy food and focus on how a certain food makes you feel. Okay. Over time, you want to continue to choose more foods that make you feel good, that make you feel, you know, great, full of energy, makes you feel full, satisfied, right? Because think about it like this, you know, it's like if you're forcing yourself to eat or follow a diet plan that's filled with foods that you normally wouldn't choose or eat in the first place, like how long do you think you can actually keep that up? And sure, you know, you can probably stay disciplined with it for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months at the most. But, you know, 
how long can you actually keep that up for before you just say, fuck it, I want to go for to a buffet. Or I want some burgers. I want some tacos. Shout out to Coach B. Okay. So guys, quick recap, the five strategies that you can implement today to help you improve your relationship with food and to help you create more freedom when it comes to your nutrition is number one, work on unlearning the idea that foods are either good for you or bad for you. Okay. Number two is to aim to remove the morality from certain foods just because you had a burger and fry over the weekend doesn't make you a piece of shit. All right. It's completely fine. Number three, allow yourself to have your favorite foods regularly and in moderation. The less you restrict, the healthier your relationship with food becomes. Number four is to pay attention to your internal cues of hunger, fullness, satiation, rather than external cues of stress eating, eating when you're bored, eating at a specific time, you know, pay attention to those internal cues more than the external cues. Lastly, number five is to take your time, enjoy your food without distractions, focus on, you know, how eating certain foods makes you feel and make sure you choose more foods that make you feel good. All right, guys. So that is all the value that I have for you guys today. And as always, if you guys got value from today's episode, would love to know what your biggest takeaways were, share it on your social media stories. If you found this helpful and you, if you think that, you know, someone else can benefit from listening to this episode, but at the end of the day, guys, like fitness isn't about calorie restrictions. It's not about, you know, strict diets or meal plans, right? Once you can actually find a way to, you know, sustainably approach your nutrition to be able to make the best choices for your goals, right? To feel good every single day, to have, you know, be full of energy, not have cravings, not feel like you're restricting yourself of the fun in your life, right? That's where true success in your fitness comes from, okay? So, Peace out, guys. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Let's fucking get it. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you got value from today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could screenshot this episode, share it on your Instagram story, and tag me at erbc.fit. If you want to learn more about how me and my team have helped hundreds of people lose 20 to 30 pounds, build muscle, and get in the best shape of their life, DM me the word champion for more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if we can help you start your fitness journey.